Hi everyone, this is Jason Siegel of the Siegel Law Firm PA. We are an estate planning and probate-focused practice located in Jupiter, Port St. Lucie, and Miami Lakes, Florida. And this is the Probate Pod. Today we'll be talking about why do I need a last will and testament. Today we're going to talk about the core estate planning documents. We're going to talk about a last will and testament, power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, and living will. I want to keep these episodes really short and concise. Look, I get it. I do estate planning for a living. I have colleagues, friends of mine that are in the business. We can sit and talk about this stuff all day, but I know my friends, my family, and most of my clients rather sit in a room and watch paint dry than talk about wills and trusts and probate. I get it. It's not that exciting, but it is vitally important. That's probably why you're listening today. So in the next few episodes, I want to talk about the main core estate planning documents. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the last will and testament. In future episodes, we're going to talk about the durable power of attorney for financial matters, the healthcare power of attorney for medical decisions, and the living will. But let's get in real quick. Why do I need a last will and testament? What's in it? And what happens if I don't have a last will and testament? Now, in a last will and testament, it spells out what happens to your assets in the event that you pass away. So it could say something to the effect of, if I die, I want everything to go to my wife or to my husband. If my wife or husband predecease me, then it goes to my children. Now, one thing, and I've discussed this in other podcasts, is that a will alone does not avoid the probate courts. So you need to do other things like naming beneficiaries, lady bird deeds that we talk about in other podcasts. But it's still important to have a will. I had a client come in the other day. He was 25 years old, really young for doing estate planning, but really important at that age to do estate planning. Why? Because if you pass away without a will, everything goes by the law of intestacy in Florida, which means there's a statute that says for people that don't have a will, this is how your assets go. So, for example, in this young man's situation, if he passed away without a will, everything would go to his parents because he didn't have a spouse. He didn't have children. So under the laws of intestacy, no spouse, no children, everything goes to your parents. But he wanted everything to go to his siblings, his brother and sister. So we did a last will and testament, everything to my brother and sister, and that avoids his assets going pursuant to Florida law and not pursuant to his wishes. Now, also in a last will and testament, you put who you want to manage your affairs when you pass away. That's called the personal representative. In many states, it's referred to as executor, but executor, personal representative, same thing. But in Florida, I guess we just like to be a little bit different. But a personal representative or an executor is the person that in the event that you pass away, would number one, deposit the will within 10 days of your death to the court in the county where you passed away. Then if a probate's necessary, in other words, let's say there's a bank account or there's real estate that's just in your name and there's no beneficiary, the will would be submitted to the court. The personal representative would go to an attorney, file the appropriate paperwork, and then ultimately after any creditors are satisfied, then the money would basically go to the beneficiaries named in the will. But it's still important to have a will, even though it doesn't avoid probate, because it spells out where you want your assets to go, and it names the person that could go ahead and handle your affairs, and you don't have to rely on someone otherwise you might not want, 
uh, or a corporate personal representative if there's no one in the family that's willing to do it. Now, just I want to talk about just briefly some of the reasons you want to have a will. Number one, if you have minor children, you want to make sure you name a guardian who will raise those kids in the event that you and your significant other aren't able to do so. So naming a guardian is one of the main reasons you want to want to do a will. Number two, you want to name a personal representative I just mentioned. Number three, you can actually put, I want to be cremated or I want to be buried in a will as well. So those are some really important reasons. Another reason you might want to do it is that it helps you establish that you're domiciled in the state of Florida. So if you're coming from another state and you want to make sure that from a tax standpoint, you are a resident of the state of Florida, there's a many factors they look at where you're registered to vote, where you're licensed, where your primary residence is. But another one is will your estate planning documents, including your will, is done. All right, so you've completed the will. Where do you put it? I think a lot of people use a safety deposit box, which is fine. If you do that, make sure your personal representative has access to that safety deposit box and, of course, knows it's there. Other people put it in a safe place like a filing cabinet or safe in their house. Obviously, there's risk that the house burns down or it gets broken into. But a lot of people, that's kind of where they keep it. Another thing is that when you create a will or do any estate planning, it's a really good idea that you maybe put a list together, an Excel spreadsheet or a binder that lists where all your assets are. For example, you have a Bank of America account. Just put a statement for that Bank of America account. It doesn't have to be up to date, but just shows that if something happens to me, I know that my personal representative can go to Bank of America and knows where my assets are. If you have a house, do it. put a deed in there. Uh, if you have a life insurance policy, put a policy statement in there. It just makes it a lot easier than creating a really bad scavenger hunt that your beneficiaries have to go through. So creating that roadmap is a really good idea to help it make it a lot easier for your beneficiaries. I want to thank you for tuning in to the probate pod with Jason Siegel. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out on my cell phone at 561-284-1160 or go to my website, servingyourlegalneeds.com. We're always updating with new blog information. I really appreciate you tuning in. We're going to come up with future episodes with the power of attorney, healthcare, power of attorney, living will. Have a great day. And this was the probate podcast.